This is a Hope 103.2 podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Morning Devotions. This is Chris Witz. If you were listing who has made a big impact on the 20th century, the chances are that you might include the name Dwight Eisenhower, the 34th President of the United States of America. It was back in 1999 uh, that the name Eisenhower was included on a poll of the most widely admired people of that century. And it's no wonder, because during the Second World War, he was the Supreme Commander of the Allied Forces in Europe, and he was responsible for planning the successful invasion of France and Germany. He died in 1969. Now, he was a remarkable man, a courageous man, but he had a very ordinary childhood with a couple of personal obstacles he had to overcome. And there's one I want to tell you about this morning. As a boy, he had a fierce temper. He was likely to explode at the tiniest provocation. Once when he was 10, Eisenhower's parents gave permission to his two older brothers to go trick-or-treating in their town. This was the American, or is the American, childhood tradition at Halloween that you might be aware of. And Dwight was told, you're too young for that adventure. This is what he said in his book called At Ease, Stories I Tell to Friends. He said, I pleaded and argued with my parents, and finally my two brothers went off. He said, I don't have any memory of what happened. I was completely beside myself. Suddenly, he said, my father grabbed my shoulders to shock me back into consciousness. And what I'd been doing was standing by an old apple tree trunk and pounding it with my fists that bled, and I was very resentful and in a rage. And uh, my father sent me off to bed but an hour later he said his mother came into the room and he was still sobbing into his pillow he said mum sat at the rocking chair by the bed for a long time then she began to talk about my temper and how to control it and eventually she drew on the bible and uh, she paraphrased the bible he said he said he that conquereth his own soul is greater than he that taketh a city and my mother said hatred is a futile sort of thing the only person injured by our anger she said is ourselves That was soothing to me, he said, although she added that among all her boys, and she had six, I was the one who had the most to learn. She bandaged his hands, and 60 years later, as he remembered it, he said, I've always looked back on that conversation that night as one of the most valuable moments of my life. My mother got me to acknowledge that I was wrong, and I felt at ease and went off to sleep. And this was never mentioned again, but to this day, I make it a practice to avoid hating anyone. Now, that uh, simple incident recounted there by Dwight Eisenhower may well tell us everything we need to understand him. Uh, He was a a great leader of that world. And I think it probably in large part it was because uh, as a boy, his mother, a Christian mother, showed him the truth here, that there was no need to be arrogant, rude or angry to hate people. And he had taken that on board and learned not to hate other people. Now, hatred, I guess, is a fairly ugly thing. The uh, dictionary says it's to feel hostility or animosity towards someone, to detest someone. It was uh, Martin Luther King who said, hate, hate actually paralyzes life, whereas love releases it. Hatred confuses life, love harmonizes it. Well, if you say you hate someone, well, I guess it's something that we need to do to think that it contradicts the fact that God loves all people. Now, it was Jesus who said, Love your enemies and do good to those who hurt you. If you love only those who love you in return, what good is that, he said. And then in 1 John 2, verse 9 to 11, it says, If we claim to be in the light and hate someone, we're still in the dark. But if we love others, we're in the light and we don't cause problems for them. But if we hate others, we are living and walking in the dark. Uh, An excellent book to read sometime is Archbishop Desmond Tutu's book called No Future Without Forgiveness. And he has some remarkable things there to say about hatred uh, versus 
forgiveness. He says you can move on and you can even help the perpetrator to become a better person. It's really worth thinking about there, isn't it? Well, Lord, we are human. Lord, we we know that you're with us. And as we walk, Lord, you and I together, may you help us to think well of other people, to think positive thoughts. We thank you, Lord, for your holiness and your purity. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. This is a Hope 103.2 production. Thanks for listening. The God of the Bible is a talking God. All throughout Scripture, God is seen talking to people, first the prophets, then most fully in Jesus, and today through His Holy Spirit. When we choose to follow Jesus, the Spirit speaks to remind us of all that Jesus established and then apply it to our lives. So how does the Spirit speak? How do we know it's God? And what happens afterwards? I'm Tanya Harris of God Conversations. Join me as I explore what the Spirit is saying to us today. Everyday God Conversations will encourage you each week to learn from the God Conversations of Scripture, the ultimate God Conversation in Jesus, and how to hear the Holy Spirit for yourself. Subscribe to God Conversations at hopepodcast.com.au or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, it was never meant to be a one-way conversation.